I'm Sarah, a PA and mama to a busy little boy. And I'm Maria, a third grade teacher and mama to my first baby girl. We certainly don't claim to be motherhood experts. In fact, we are just beginning to figure this whole thing out. But one thing that we have quickly realized is that pregnancy and motherhood require a great deal of sacrifice. But what a gift that sacrifice is. It gives us the tiniest glimpse of the sacrifice our Heavenly Father made when He sent His own Son to die for us, a death that we deserved. Through motherhood, we get to live out the gospel message of sacrifice daily, as we do our best to love these little people that the Lord has entrusted us with. So whether you're drinking hot coffee and praying to one day become a mama, decaf while you're growing your babe, or cold coffee that was once hot while you meet the needs of your littles, come hang out with us while we chat all things motherhood and discover what the Lord is teaching us through the sacrifices of this sweet season. Welcome back to the Cold Coffee Podcast. I'm Sarah and I'm here with Maria. And this week we are doing our third episode of our Day in the Life series. And Maria is actually going to share what her day looks like being currently on maternity leave Mm -hmm. and preparing to go back to work full time outside of the home and also just a day in the life with a newborn. But before we jump into what Maria's day looks like, we wanted to share a little update about our Kickstarter. So I guess late Saturday night, mm-hmm. right before we all went to bed, mm-hmm. we found out that we were at, met a hundred percent, or we were at a hundred percent of our goal. Mm-hmm. So we are officially fully funded, yay! Which is super exciting, and I think yeah, we're all maybe a little bit in disbelief. Um, oh yeah, but super excited, and just this means that we can now officially move forward with things, so mm-hmm. we can tell the people to start roasting coffee for us, um, Lindsay and Kyle at Sunview, and then we can start ordering bags and boxes Mm -hmm. and all the things we need to ship the coffee and then, Mm -hmm. most importantly, diapers to donate. So I think we all are like, okay, this is really happening. I keep telling Justin, I'm like, people are going to drink our coffee like with our name on it, and there are actually going to be diapers that we can donate. It's so weird. So, Yeah, it's it's been such a long-time dream um, coming to life. It's crazy. And... Um, we wanted to say, so the Kickstarter is actually still live until December 8th. Is that correct, Sarah? Yes. Yeah. yes. So, and we've met our goal. So we get to do it. We get to start everything. You know, we get to have the coffee roasted, send it out and donate diapers, which is our main goal at the end of the day. Um, but we wanted to say if anyone else still wants to pledge anything, obviously the tiers are still there. So you'll still get a reward if you pick a certain tier. And also, um, if we get any money past our goal, that will just help us work on things like branding. So we could work on merch. Like Spencer always talks about, he like loves the idea of a t-shirt or something or mugs or, um, yeah, anything just pouring back into our brand and anything else we could sell extra other than just the coffee. Um, so if you still want to pledge and you still want to be involved, the Kickstarter is still live till December 8th and feel like your money could still go towards something because obviously it will still help us run everything and maybe even make some cool extra stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I think definitely, even if it's something where you can't support us financially, like please keep sharing about Mm -hmm. the coffee company because even though we're fully funded and we're able to officially do this, We need people to buy coffee in the future. That's oh, yeah. how we're going to keep <laughs> being able to donate diapers. Yeah. And so I think we still just really want to get the word out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like Maria's saying, whatever we have above our goal will go, like she's saying, towards merchandise and all that sort of stuff. But also one thing I think is so cool is like we love, we're just offering one roast oh, yeah. to blend right now. We would love to be able to offer mm-hmm. more blends or roasts or you know a decaf option right. and so I keep thinking the more options we have I feel like the more people will appeal to mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And so anyway, at the end of the day, like she said, our goal is to just be able to donate as many diapers as possible. And so, yeah, expanding our brand and what we can offer is going to hopefully help us do that. So please keep sharing and praying for us and, um, you know, yeah, pledging if you are able and you would like to do that. But yeah, we've been super thankful and I think just feeling really overwhelmed and humbled and everyone's been super sweet and Mm -hmm. encouraging and yeah, it's been great. It's crazy. It's happening. I know. It does not feel real. <laughs> Justin for sure wants, he wants a mug for sure. Oh, He's yeah. like, I want a mug with our logo on it. That's what I he love keeps it. saying. I love it. So anyway, that's hopefully the next step. But, yeah. So yeah, like we said, Maria is just going to chat about what her current day looks like, which I'm sure every day is a little bit different just because in oh, the beginning, yeah. you're not fully on a schedule yet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like, figuring out what the baby needs and Mm -hmm. meeting that need and then you know taking it like one hour at a time yep for sure give us just like a rough idea I guess well yeah so um every day is a little different and I feel like it's all kind of just been a bit of a blur because you're right Sarah it's like she's crying what does she need do I do this do I do that do I do this do yeah it's just kind of been a bit of a blur but Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. We have a really good baby. We have a pretty good sleeper (laughs) on our hands. Um, So I thought this would be funny to share. You know, our morning starts pretty early with late night feeding sometimes. Um, So Lena recently has been doing like a weird thing where we'll go to bed at like 10, but she won't want to eat right before bed. I think her schedule before bed is just a little bit messed up. Um, And then she'll wake up like an hour, an hour and a half once we go to sleep for the first time. But then she sometimes sleeps for a three-hour stretch. Last night, it was a six-hour stretch, which was so nice. I know. I was like, that's kind of like a night of sleep. It was so nice. Um, But yeah, she normally is awake sometime around like one or two, and then sometimes around six. Um, And then normally around seven, Spencer will get up and start getting ready for work. And I'll feed her around six or seven-ish again, totally changes by the day. Um, and then I normally lay in bed, um, for until she wakes up the next time, which is really nice. Um, and Spencer, I totally did that. Did you? Yes. I'm like, why would I get up if she's pretty much going to go back to sleep anyways? You know, I, it's so funny because we didn't have, so for the first three and a half months when Pryor was in our bedroom in the bassinet mm-hmm. in the corner, we didn't have a baby monitor yet because we didn't mm-hmm. really need one. And our philosophy, yeah. if you've listened to my baby minimalism episode, we bought things as we needed them. Yeah. That way you're not spending a ton of money up front. So we waited mm-hmm. to buy a monitor until we needed one. Yep. Well, anyway, I was like dreading us getting this monitor because I was like, then Justin's going to know. Oh, so with our monitor, you can see it from wherever you are. So like Justin can like see prior napping or whatever is happening in his nursery um, while he's at work. And so I was like, oh, he's going to know that I didn't get up until like nine or whatever. Girl, anyway, it's whatever. Just, it's just funny because, but honestly though, it's like as a new mom, like enjoy it because that mm-hmm. doesn't last. And mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, there are probably things I could get up and be doing, but it's like, I'm taking care of this baby. Mm-hmm. You're exhausted. You're still, even though you're like two months in, you're still figuring things out. Yep. Anyway, girl, good for you. Yeah, good it's for the you. Best. It's really great. And Spencer doesn't leave normally for work until around nine. And when he leaves, um, I'll normally like go downstairs with him and start my day. Like when he finally leaves, but he likes getting up early and like having time to himself and starting work here and that type of stuff. So, 
Um, yeah, so we get up then, and then Lena is really pretty much like a three-hour cycle baby, too. So about every three hours, she'll eat. I'll change her. She'll be awake sometimes. Today, she was, like, sleeping a lot because I think she's going through another growth spurt. Um, but, yeah, she'll get fed, get changed, be awake for a little bit, and then go back to sleep. Um, and so we are – I'm trying to start doing naps in the crib um, once or twice a day. Some days I'm better at it than others because – Honestly, some days she just falls asleep. Sarah and I both have the bassinets where, like, the basket can be pulled out and kind of, like, brought yeah, it's around Yeah, like a Moses basket. Yeah. Yeah. And so we bring that down with her in the morning. Um, and sometimes if she falls asleep in that, like, I'm not going to move her and go put her in her crib. Right. Like, I just let her sleep there. But sometimes if I can tell she's getting drowsy, I'll intentionally go up and try to put her in her bed. Um but yeah, some days are busier than others. And honestly, today with Spencer, I told him, I was like, I only have like, I have nine days left of maternity leave as we're speaking. And I'm like, I don't want her to be in a different room than me. Like, I just want her to be right here next to me, <laughs> which I know, I know is so selfish, but it's true. No, um, I think that that's just part of being a mom. And you know what? I feel like people that have older kids, moms that have older kids would probably say that never goes away. Oh, I'm sure. You know, sure. and then like your kid goes to college and you're, yeah, I can't even think about it. No, me neither. This is what happens to me. <laughs> no, it's okay. I need to just be right here in the moment. I cannot think too I'm far ahead. I'm the same way. I was thinking today, this is a total side note. I had like a heart condition when I was um, 16 and I had to have like a procedure for it and everything. And my mom literally had the hardest time with it. And I used to be like, mom, it's fine. Like they're going to fix it. It's fine. It's whatever. And then like when Lena coughs, I about have a heart attack. Like, if I think anything's wrong with her, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally understand. Like, I think she probably handled it really well because, oh, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Um, I know. But anyways, we're on about a three-hour cycle. And while she's sleeping, sometimes I'll get a lot done. Sometimes I won't. Um, I normally let her lay on me in the morning for a little bit for her first little nap just because I want to snuggle her and... I told Spencer today, I was like, I might not get much done these next nine days. Like, I might just be here snuggling her because I won't be able to do that in a little bit. Um, But yeah, we're on a cycle. And then, you know, I make dinner. We do the usual. Um, There's not really like a specific bedtime for her yet. She just goes to bed when we go to bed, um, which is probably around like 10 o'clock normally. Um, which I know mm-hmm. is pretty normal for newborns. They like they start out going to bed late, and then it gets earlier and earlier as they go on. Um, so yeah, and we eat dinner, we sit and watch a show. That's really it. I have really embraced the doing nothing and chilling and snuggling your baby side of maternity leave. <laughs> Um, I think that's great because, like you said, you will uh, not be able to do that forever. No, I won't. And I just think it's just been amazing, and she's just such a good baby. And, yeah, I don't know. And I will say, I I mean, this is different than I thought maternity leave would look like. Like, I always imagined, you know, taking her to the store with me and stuff. Like, I'm not really doing that because of the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. So we really are, like— hang in at home mostly sometimes my parents house you know sometimes y'all's house like not branching out whatsoever um right but it's been it's just been it's been so nice I just love it and yeah we just we just hang out a lot together during the day and it's awesome that is awesome yeah 
I love it. Well, and I think too, like as a new mom, just being able to give yourself grace and being mm-hmm. okay if mm-hmm. laundry doesn't oh, get folded. Oh, and yeah, I or, totally missed the part of I pump every three hours too. Um, so that's a huge part of my day. You know, every three hours for about 15 minutes, I'm upstairs pumping. Um, yeah, tell us like like step by step, like what that process Looks oh, like. yeah. Because I know a lot of people might not know how much yeah. goes into pumping. So we found, so I found early on, like if I had to pump and give Lena that milk immediately, then first off, when she would wake up hungry, she wouldn't have anything to eat, which like when babies are super hungry, they're like screaming their heads off. You know, you don't want to starve them. So what I normally do is when she's hungry, I feed her. And then after I feed her, I pump for the next session. Um, because breast milk can stay good room temp from like six to eight hours or something. Yes. Um, so she normally gets my pumped milk about three hours later. So yeah, okay. we, yeah. So I feed her, I pump, and then that goes to the next feeding. Um, okay. And then change her, et cetera. Yeah. And I will say pumping is really hard with a newborn baby. Um, because I don't have one of those cool, like portable mobile pumps. Hands free. I, I have, yeah, I have the classic, you're hooked up to a wall type of pump. Um, and it's hard because like, if she needs me, I feel like I can't get to her very easily. Um, I normally, if I pump, I bring her upstairs with me and I either put her in her crib or in a dock like right beside me, but it's still hard. It's not easy to get up and help her and like if she spits up it's even hard to like wipe it up like that type of thing um yeah so sometimes I try to plan like I'm really lucky that Spencer can work from home some days and like every day pretty much he comes home for lunch um so normally I like pump at 6 a.m 9 a.m he's there I will try to pump right before he leaves like I text him in the morning I'm like do you have 15 minutes before you go because I'll go pump and he'll watch her And then at lunch, when he comes home, I'll pump. And then when he, so I try to like plan it out based on him, which is totally a luxury that not many people have. And I'm fully aware of that. Um, But I just feel really blessed for that because I hate like worrying about her while I'm hooked up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know that is true. Like that's something that even I don't think I thought about much. Yeah. Because the little bit of pumping I did was when he started sleeping through the night. Mm -hmm. And so it would be right before I went to bed, but he Mm -hmm. was already in bed. Yeah. So I well, didn't and have I've to already worry about thought that, about but. like when she starts sleeping through the night, what is that going to look like for me? Because, you know, the milk that I've just pumped won't still be good by the time she wakes up. You put it in the fridge. Yeah, that's true. But I swear she knows the difference, Sarah. She probably does. Which really scares get, me. You better get her used to it. Yeah, get her used to it now. I know. It's the stuff in the fridge that's being warmed and. Yeah. It scares me though, but it it is amazing. Um, I don't know if you've had to do this much either, but I didn't realize how quickly breast milk goes bad once you thaw it from the freezer. Yes, and I read that it it like immediately. Yeah, and I read that it was like an hour before you had to throw it out, and I was like, that's not true. Whatever, and like you look at it, and it literally like you can see like the milk particles. Like it looks like spoiled milk in the bottle. Like yeah, it's really crazy. So, anyways, but yeah, that's been a huge part of my days. Um, is pumping. And I, I feel really blessed that I haven't hated pumping as much as a lot of people say they do. Um, I think for me, it was just something early on. I just realized, well, honestly, because my milk had a hard time coming in and she wasn't feeding well at all in the beginning. Um, so I pumped from 
the second I was in the mother-baby unit, like, constantly. So I feel like I always just kind of accepted it would be a part of my days with her, um, and it right. has been. And, and, no, go and I just was going to say, and you probably were thankful that you were able to give her breast yes. milk at yeah. all. Yeah, Oh, my gosh, so. I remember I have, like, <laughs> this might be weird, but I have, like, pictures on my phone of, like, the little bottles, and when I made, like, five milliliters and then like 10 milliliters and I remember the first time I made like 80 and I was like oh my gosh like so happy I was texting my sister-in-law I was like is this colostrum or is this milk like I was so proud of it so yeah it's it's a very I'm very happy that I've been able to do that and when I go back to work I'll be teaching virtually to start so hopefully I can continue it for at least a bit longer um yeah I've always worried about it with my teaching but I know at least through this next nine weeks, hopefully I can keep doing it. So we will see. But yeah, our days are pretty chill. And some days I do stuff and some days I don't. And most of the time I'm just snuggling her. So I love it. That's what you should be doing. It's, it's been the best. I've loved every second of it. I'm glad. Yeah. So I guess we'll just jump into the questions that we're yeah. asking everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, so first question, is this how you envisioned your motherhood journey or is it different than you imagined? And let me add, is this how you envisioned your working slash motherhood journey? Mm -hmm. Like, did you always think you'd be working full time once you Mm -hmm. had a baby or did you, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, honestly, this is exactly how I envisioned it going. (laughs) That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. I, I've always planned on going back to teaching. Um, you know, at this point in our lives, we kind we both need to be working, um, because we both have pretty lower income. I mean, Spencer works for himself and, you know, his, his income can fluctuate based on the day, based on clients. So yeah, my, my job is totally a steady source and, and I love teaching a lot. So I always expected to go back to teaching. Um, and yeah, I I think, <laughs> I feel like people are going to hate me. I think the first few weeks with her have been better than I imagined. Um, I just think... I don't, I think that you're allowed to say that. Okay, good. I think people people might feel frustrated, but it's like, we can't control. No. And know, I'm, I've already how said the sleeps, same. Sir. Yeah, I've already said the same thing Sarah says, even though we both probably, I probably, I'm not positive, but I think I want more babies, God willing. Um, but I think this is my sucker baby. Like she has been so good that I'm like, this is just, and one of my best friends who was really excited to hopefully get pregnant one day soon is like, um, Maria, you're the most positive person ever. I feel like you are the only person that is this happy about it. And I'm like, I think she's just a really good baby. And I will say I've worked in like baby parts of daycares. She is a good baby. Like I know normally what she needs when she needs it, she rarely cries. My mom heard her cry for the first time last week and was like, I've never heard her do that before. Um, yeah. So, yeah, she was a really good baby. So I think it's better than I expected it to be. I love that. I think <laughs> just just hearing you say that your friend was saying that that you're probably the only person that she's heard be this positive mm-hmm. about it. I had multiple people tell me that during my pregnancy, too. Yeah. Oh, me, and too. It makes I love me sad. <laughs> yes. It just makes me sad because I'm like, I'm not saying that we should sugarcoat the hard things and never talk about them and act like they don't happen. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like people, especially with social media these days and just the ability to post whatever you're thinking and put things Mm -hmm. in your stories. But I think people are so quick to just vent and complain all Mm -hmm. the time. And I know Renee shared 
on the episode that we had her on a while ago about mm-hmm. adoption mm-hmm. and she, you know the fact that she struggled with infertility yeah. and she said I remember she said on the episode you know that she vowed to never complain about yeah. waking up during the night and yeah. not getting sleep because she knew what it was like to want that so badly yeah. and so I just think like again I'm not saying we should sugarcoat any of it and act like the hard things don't exist because they do and a lot you know things are harder for some people than others mm-hmm. for sure but I do feel like I wish people were more more encouraging and if you've had a hard right. experience like use that to speak encouragement mm-hmm. and truth and help people for you know sure. yeah and I've so even, it makes me sad yeah I've even just said to hear people too, say that no yeah I'm the same way I and this I would say to me like in my opinion but this whole experience is a miracle. It's not just in my opinion. It totally is. Pregnancy, motherhood, birth, babies. It's it 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 doesn't make logical sense how amazing it is. Um, but I've even said like even on the hard days, if Lena seems a little extra fussy or something, I've felt that it's more like me like worrying about her than being like this is awful. I hate this. I'm you know whatever. It's more like oh my gosh, I wish I I want to help you like. I want to know what's wrong with my baby and help her. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like it's yeah. more like, let me try to problem solve and help her. And I don't want her to be upset. than like, this is horrible and exhausting and whatever. I feel like it's more just based on her, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of it too is because, yeah, I'm not going to lie, especially as babies get older and are mm-hmm. more mobile, yeah. but still not quite super independent. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, days are hard Mm -hmm. and exhausting physically, Mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally. But I think so much of it is our perspective. And I know right now Maria and I are actually doing a Bible study. It's Mm -hmm. the Missional Motherhood Bible study with some other moms. And Mm -hmm. the whole idea is just talking about motherhood and the grand plan of God and just like his purpose for motherhood. And so I think, yeah, just having your perspective shifted and yeah viewing even the hard things you know you're still sacrificing and caring for and yeah. meeting needs yeah and it's just such an honor and privilege and yeah. what an opportunity to just love on your babies and show yeah. them Jesus and and I will say it's hard yeah one more <laughs> thing on that like it took us eight months to get pregnant so I think I appreciate everything a little more and talking yeah. to people like Renee you know who struggled with infertility. I'm talking to, I have a really good friend who lost her baby at seven weeks old. Um, mm. I, I I don't have it in me to complain all the time. Like, I, I think I, I just realize what an honor it is to yes. be a mom and to be her mom. And I, I don't want to take it lightly. And I really don't, I know I will complain, but I don't want to. Like, I know that it's such an honor and such a joy. So yeah, I always want to be putting things in perspective with her. Yeah, for sure. And again, when there are hard days, because there are, and there are a lot of hard things, just mm-hmm. giving yourself grace and asking for help. Yeah. You know, like those are the things that can help because, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't at all want us to sound like pregnancy isn't hard. Motherhood isn't hard because And I know they will come. I know the hard days will come sooner or later, multiple, many, many times over. I know they will come, you know, Mm -hmm. so. Well, I love it. That's what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were (laughs) going to say that this is what you envisioned your like working and motherhood experience looking like, working full time, even after Mm -hmm. having a baby. And I just... Yeah, I admire you for continuing to do something that you love and you feel like the Lord has laid on your heart and you're doing kingdom work, loving on those kids. Mm -hmm. Thanks. 
Um, you're welcome. <laughs> so question, question number two, practical tip for keeping up with housework, since it sounds like you've been doing so much of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, um, wait, I know your answer. Having Spencer do it. I'm just kidding. Hey, Spencer does do the dishes really well. He is my dishes I love guy. Um, I will say, Spencer and I totally divide and conquer a lot um, when we need to get okay. stuff done. Yes, I was going to say, I loved Courtney. That's one thing mm-hmm. that just in the season of me being home full time, I really am doing mostly everything. Yeah. But Courtney talked about that with mm-hmm. working full time outside of the home. And that was one thing I wanted to say too when I was in PA school, which was like, worse than working a full-time job outside of the home (laughs) that I had to have Justin's help so I think yeah having a partner that is willing and able and wants to help you oh yeah huge yeah for sure so we divide and conquer a lot which I'm really thankful for and I will say I normally try to get like one thing done a day I don't know I love it something um but yeah like right right now I'm trying to get a little more done because I just really want our house to be in good shape before I go back to work and before the holidays really hit. So I've been like, Mm -hmm. I already put all of Lena's like newborn size clothes in a tub that need to go to the basement. Like, but, um, yeah, we've been doing that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not doing wonderful at it. I'm definitely snuggling my baby a lot. Listen, that's what you're going to remember about this season. <laughs> I know. You're not going to remember the dishwasher nope. and nope, the laundry. And I will so. say before, which I always wanted to do an episode on nesting and we haven't done it yet. I don't know if we will, but um, before I had Lena, which literally a week or two before, because I went into labor so early, my mom came and really helped me get our house in order. Um, organizing stuff, going through rooms, deep cleaning, which I'm really thankful for because I feel like our house was in really good shape by the time I had her. So that was helpful too. I know. That that was one thing that was really important to me mm-hmm. before I went into labor was, which I went all the way to 40 weeks, so I had time. <laughs> um, and though, and I know I've shared, we moved, we closed on our house and moved into our house when I was 33 weeks. So mm-hmm. I always joke like ultimate form of nesting, unpacking a house and decorating and getting yep. settled. So thankfully we didn't have a ton of clutter and stuff, mm-hmm. but I kept telling Justin, I want to walk in this door when we come home from the hospital. I want this house to be clean. Yep. Because I knew, I yep. knew that like the first few weeks and months after were going to be crazy. I was like, yeah. I don't want to come home to, and I'm talking like I'm last minute throwing stuff in the dishwasher, like having contractions. Cause I was like, <laughs> I'm not coming home <laughs> to a dirty kitchen. That's so funny. <laughs> but anyway, so yes, if you are someone that is pregnant or is hoping to be pregnant one day, that is one thing that I would say was so nice was yeah. try to as much as you can get your house together yeah. before. Baby, because life is crazy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So question number three, your favorite thing to do for yourself to make sure that you're fed so that you can then feed your baby. Yeah. Um, Right now, I feel like it's a few things. I feel like running an errand or like Christmas shopping is nice. Um, Like Spencer will watch her. My dad is retired, which is really nice. And he will watch her and I'll go to Target. That's nice. Um, I can't be gone too long, again, because of pumping or breastfeeding, whatever, you know, whatever you're doing. Um, Can't be gone for too long, but it's nice. Um, I got my nails done the other day, which was so nice. Yes. Um, And I really needed it. And it was really funny because I saw, I like love my nail technician. And I saw her um, a week before I went into labor. And she was like, I'll see you again before you give birth. And I was like, I don't know, Lauren. I think this baby's coming sooner rather than later. And she always laughs because I was like, so accurate about that 
Um, but yeah, I love those things. And then like the Bible study we've started, I feel like has Mm -hmm. been really nice for me because, um, I feel like I have really good community, but still community has been lacking some with, um, the times right now. So that's been really nice and cool to be a part of a Bible study that's um, Christian moms specifically. Yeah. Cause I feel like everyone, like I think, um, Allie who's been on our podcast before, I think her daughter's nine now. I think that's correct. Um, I think she said eight and five, but maybe she turned nine since we did oh gosh, that. So maybe, okay. Eight or nine. Um, but somewhere around there. So yeah, there's, there's like the oldest kid is that old. And then I have like an 11 week old and I think it's, I just want to like sit and soak in all the knowledge and, um, things yes. that people have learned. So that's been really nice. And it's just nice, like, yeah, an hour or two every other week um, just to sit and talk to other moms who love Jesus has been great. Yeah. And I think we're doing it virtually, which yeah. has been, it's just, there's so many ways to be creative and still have mm-hmm. community. Cause I know that's one thing, even if, even if you typically do have a really great community, mm-hmm. it's so easy to feel isolated right now with the pandemic. Absolutely. And so, especially yeah. with things getting worse and Mm -hmm. anyway so yeah I think I love that so much it's been really nice yes so question number four fun question favorite way to enjoy coffee (laughs) do you want to wait I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it I'm gonna (laughs) ask it your way at home and then if you go out to a coffee shop okay gosh I feel okay at home I have my naughty creamer um Spencer is your coffee hot no you do, do ice, ice at home? Okay, so Spencer makes his coffee like 7. I normally comes downstairs at like 9, so it's already like room temp, and then I pour it over ice with oh, creamer. Nice. But it works out really well because, yeah, it's not like scalding hot with ice. I will say today I had hot coffee because I felt like it was colder. Sometimes I'll do different things. Um, yeah. But it has to be like really cold for me to start drinking hot coffee. Like I'm talking like 20s and 30s in the... Fair, well, don't wish night. us on. Don't wish that on us quite yet. Oh, girl, <laughs> I'm I'm, ready. <laughs> I love it. I'm the girl that's like ready for snow. T- yesterday, like I'm, I love snow. I love the cold. Like I'm pumped. But anyways, <laughs> um, oh no, I yeah. am not. Um, I do my naughty creamer with iced coffee at home normally. Um, at Starbucks, it changes seasonally. My favorite is an iced blonde vanilla latte because the blonde espresso is not as like bitter and strong as the regular espresso. I, know. I still need to try this. It, it really, it makes a difference. I'm telling you, it's really good. Um, and then, but in the fall, I'll do the pumpkin cold brew. And then when it's really cold outside, I'll do a peppermint white chocolate mocha hot. Ooh, that sounds so yummy. Oh, it's so, so good. And it's hard for me because I want hot drinks when they come out with the pretty cups. Yeah. <laughs> Which their ice drinks have like little snowflakes on them this year, but their hot cups are just so pretty that I always want to get a hot drink, but then I'll like sweat the whole time because that's yeah. just how I am. <laughs> but yeah. Fun. I love it. I always love hearing what other people get oh, yeah. like at Starbucks or places. And then at like well, fancy places, I'm always up for a fancy latte, like whatever they yes. have. Like our favorite local place has an iced honey latte that I'm obsessed with. Um, so good. But I'm up for any of the different ones that happen seasonally too. I know. I do feel like, yeah, whenever we go to a local place, I'm like, okay, tell me like, what's your special or like, yeah. what do you do really well? Or what are you known for? Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. All right, last question. 
Any encouragement or advice for moms in similar seasons or working situations? So anyone that's currently on maternity leave or in newborn land. Hold your baby. (laughs) And I'm always like, what if I'm this person that ends up in my like baby can't be without me and I take this back? But I don't think that's going to happen because she still sleeps in her crib and stuff. Um, But yeah, like Sarah said, I don't think I'm going to regret one second of snuggling her in. I just don't. I just love it. It's just, it's just the best. So yeah, I just love that. And I totally, I I think I used to be someone that loved getting a lot of stuff done and I still do, but I will totally rest. Like, I think this quarantine has not bothered me near as much as many other people. Like I love the opportunity to slow down and rest, (laughs) which is so funny because my husband like can't watch a TV show without like feeling like he needs to do something, which I know Justin can be the same way. Yeah. I was going to say that's Justin, but I, I love, I love resting and resting with my perfect little baby. I just, it's just, there's nothing better. Nope. Nothing. I love it. And again, I know that we've talked about this for sure in probably multiple episodes, but if you are in the midst of postpartum season newborn and you are feeling like you need help, even if it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, help from a friend or someone Mm -hmm. from church, um, or like more serious help, like, you know, seeing a counselor or Mm -hmm. a doctor or a PA, um, just, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Like don't struggle in silence. I think right. it's it's not worth it. It's not good for you or for your baby or for anyone that is also doing life with you. And so I think, yeah. Yeah. That's just and important I, yeah. to remember. And again, like I, I don't want to say Lena's a good, I feel like, I feel like all babies are good babies, but Lena's like a calm tempered baby. And I know mm-hmm. that, like, I remember there has been one night that she wouldn't sleep very well and Spin and I looked at each other and I told him I was like do you realize how lucky we are that this is the only night that we've literally looked at each other and thought what do we do we don't know what to do next because I was like so many people do this every night night Mm -hmm. after night um so yeah I recognize that and my heart goes out to you and yeah we are we are all about getting help for your postpartum anxiety depression whatever um And even if it's just a situation, like I said, where you just need to call a friend and be like, hey, can you come hang out with my baby Mm -hmm. so I can go to Target or so I can like go do something for myself. Even even something that you're like not necessarily needing to seek professional help, but you're like, I just need a minute to myself. I think that's super important and okay to do. More than okay. Absolutely. But yeah, well, I love this. I think it's it's crazy because I feel like my newborn postpartum season was so long ago, but mm-hmm. I still remember a lot of it. Oh, yeah. It all kind of runs together because you're doing the same thing day after day and there's there aren't necessarily a ton of things that like make one particular right. day stand out. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And it goes so quickly. So yeah, you enjoy those baby <sighs> snuggles. I know. When this episode, so when this episode comes out, it'll be exactly a week before I go back. Um and I'm I'm excited, but I know I'm gonna shed some tears. So I know, <laughs> I know. But thankfully, well, my dad this. watches her first. I know. I think that will help yeah. the transition for sure. Yeah. So since she came early, daycare was set for January, but it's still December, or it will be December. So my dad's gonna watch her first, which I do think will be kind of a nice like transition of me slowly letting go of her. Um, so yeah, I think that'll be good, and I'm very lucky that have people in my life that can do that because I don't know what we would have done if that wasn't the case so 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I probably would have watched her her prior. <laughs> you you so would have. Hey, you really probably could have. She's a good sleeper, so. Yes. <laughs> oh, it would have been good practice for when the time comes for it baby number two for us. It so would have. <laughs> if, there's, if there's ever a day that he's has something and he can't, I'll be, I'll be on call. Nice. Um, well, we also just wanted to remind everyone, please keep sharing about the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Even though we're fully funded, the way that we're going to be able to donate diapers in the future is by selling coffee. And yep. that's going to happen by hopefully you guys just spreading the word and telling all of your friends and family and people and them telling people. Mm-hmm. And anyway, we just want to be able to donate as many diapers as possible. Yep. And so to do that, we need to sell coffee. Yep. So... Yeah, and yeah. I think Spencer's going to tally up soon how many diapers we're able to donate already with the Kickstarter money, which I think yeah. will be really cool to see. Um, and yeah, obviously our goal is just for that number of diapers to keep going up. So, Yeah, for sure. Because this is just the beginning. It's not over yeah. now. I know. This I kinda, is just the I beginning. Know. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. And we're just going to keep on dreaming about the next thing with the coffee company because mm-hmm. I'm already thinking about the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for being here. And thanks, Maria, for sharing. Thank you.